0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that proves it's never too late to make history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're looking at the unusual afterlife of the father of the Soviet Union, The day was January 27, 1924. The embalmed body of Vladimir Ilyich Lenin, communist revolutionary and founder of the Soviet Union, was put on public display in Red Square in the center of Moscow. The leader of the Bolshevik Revolution had died three days earlier at the age of 53 and although his will stipulated that he be laid to rest alongside his mother in a St. Petersburg cemetery, the Soviet government decided to ignore that request. Instead, on the night of January 23rd, they enlisted an architect named Alexei Shusev to design and build a tomb for Lenin, so that his many admirers would have a chance to say goodbye. He was given just three days to complete the task, with the intention being to place the tomb in Red Square next to the Kremlin wall. Shusev got to work, and by January 27th, he had constructed a cubical wooden tomb to serve as a temporary resting place. Lenin's coffin was placed inside it at 4pm that day, and almost immediately, a cavalcade of mourners arrived to pay their respects. Within the first six weeks, more than 100,000 people visited the tomb. The initial plan was only to display Lenin's body before his funeral, and then to bury him in accordance with his final wishes. But the Russian people wouldn't stand for that. The government reportedly received over 10,000 telegrams, asking that Lenin's body be preserved in a more permanent fashion so that he could remain visible to future generations. In response to that public outcry, Soviet leaders agreed to look into the prospect of preserving the body long term. The cold Russian winter had kept Lenin's corpse in decent enough condition, but if it was to be displayed year-round on an ongoing basis, researchers would have to get creative. Soviet leaders entrusted the task to anatomist Vladimir Vorobiev and to biochemist Boris Zabarsky. Together, they embarked on an embalming experiment that stretched from late March to late July in 1924. Their efforts were complicated by the fact that the doctor who had performed Lenin's autopsy had already severed the body's major arteries and other blood vessels. It would have been much easier to administer embalming fluids throughout the body with an intact circulatory system, but that particular luxury was sadly off the table. To get around the problem, researchers at the so-called Lennon Lab developed new microinjection techniques that used individual needles to deliver embalming fluids to different parts of the body. They also devised a double-layered rubber suit to keep a thin layer of embalming fluid on Lenin's body at all times. The rubber suit was concealed beneath his regular clothes. With these new measures in place, Lenin's body was returned to public display that August, this time in a larger, upgraded tomb. Five years later, once it was clear that public interest in Lenin's remains wasn't fading, the government commissioned a permanent mausoleum to replace the temporary structure. The current red granite and black Labradorite step pyramid tomb was once again designed by Alexei Shusev and was opened to the public in 1930. The Soviet leader's body has remained there for nearly a century, with occasional exceptions during times of war and, of course, when the body is removed for periodic maintenance. Generations of Russian scientists have spent that time refining their preservation techniques. Unlike traditional mummification and other embalming methods, the Lenin Lab's priority isn't to maintain the original biological matter of the body. Instead, its focus is to preserve the body's physical form, its look, weight, shape, and color. To that end, they've occasionally used plastics and other materials to replace parts of the original flesh meaning that less and less of the real Lenin exists as the years go by. What does remain of him gets re-embalmed once every other year. This one-and-a-half-month process involves submerging the body in separate solutions, including formaldehyde, potassium acetate, alcohol, and hydrogen peroxide, among many others. During this time, Lenin's clothes are washed and neatly pressed and every few years he gets a nice new suit. When his body is put back on display, it still requires a bit of upkeep. Every week a mild bleach is applied to the skin in order to combat the buildup of fungus and mold that would otherwise discolor the body. To help with these efforts, the bulletproof glass sarcophagus is kept at a steady temperature of 16 degrees Celsius, or 61 degrees Fahrenheit, With a humidity of 80 to 90 percent. The group responsible for all of this maintenance briefly lost its funding in the 1990s following the fall of the Soviet Union, but they were able to keep things running with private contributions until the new Russian government began supplying money again. As you might imagine, the Russian public's view of Lenin and the perpetual display of his corpse has shifted considerably over the years. In fact, A 2017 poll revealed that 58% of Russians now favor the removal of Lenin from public display. Whether your feelings toward the man are that of love, hate, or indifference, the indefinite display of his dead body is a disturbing fate for anyone, especially since we know for a fact that it's not what he wanted. It remains to be seen whether Lenin's body will ever be laid to rest for good, But in the meantime, the display stands as a fascinating, macabre glimpse into Soviet culture and what it once held sacred. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can write to us at thisday@iheartmedia.com. at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.